You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. How would you, like if you're brought into a project, how would you select a fulfillment house for a merchant? Like top three, four things that you would look for? Probably the the number one would be experience in the domain. Um, the hardest thing about fulfillment is anticipating the problems and knowing how to deal with them because they are going to happen. And uh, once you understand all of the little things that can happen, then your ability to deal with those things in a smooth fashion so that it doesn't affect your chargebacks or something like that. So number one would probably be experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second is um I'm a big fan of integration. So we talked about how the processing department needs to know what the film department's doing. The reality is that these businesses are, these businesses are systems. And so having a film provider that can respond efficiently and understands discovery throughout the rest of your enterprise, that makes it useful. So for example, let's say that you're using a particular CRM. If they already integrate with that CRM, that's going to save you a heck of a lot of challenge. And you can depend on that integration. Uh, to help you solve those challenges when they come up. And there's a variety of things that you should do. So the second thing would be ease with which that fulfillment provider can integrate with the rest of your systems. Um, Cost is always going to be a consideration, but um, scale is another piece. So a really good fulfillment house for a small group might not fare very well for a very large group. And so walking through with your fulfillment provider, all of the products and all the combinations to hear how they're going to handle each one of those to get that out to your customers, that's probably the single best thing that you can do. So go through the thought experiment, think about all the things that you think they're going to need to do, ask them how they do it, ask them about quality checks, ask them about all those things, and then ask them about volume. The right fulfillment provider for someone who's doing 10 initials a day is not necessarily going to be the same one for someone who's doing 10,000 initials a day. So specifically on the fulfillment house, I know we spoke about this, Mm -hmm. like, you know, randomly, what would you look for in the fulfillment house? Like, Uh, how should it look? How should it feel? Like, should you go look at the, visit it? Like, or virtual tour? You know, what what do you suggest? Um, So my preference, uh, we're in a COVID time, so it's a little bit trickier now, but I would absolutely recommend you walk through our house. Uh, There's a whole slew of different things that you can identify when you're walking a warehouse. Um, I've walked more than my fair share. I've been doing it for, I don't know, 30 years. Um, um, Yeah, so I've actually been working in warehouses for an extended period of time and um, or working in or with warehouses. Um, So, yeah, there's nothing quite like a visit. Take a look at the flow. You want to see something, you know, this is common in COVID where what you want is you want one flow of people through um, you actually want that for your product flowing through the warehouse as well. If you see anything with a whole, you see a path where it you know, comes in one door and goes out the same door, that's usually an indication that it's probably not an awesome fulfillment provider. Want to know why? Because if it comes in one door, it's easiest to just plonk that product right in front of your old product. So your old product gets hidden. And this comes to the second trick. And when you walk that warehouse, drag your finger along the product in the back corner, the sides, if it's up with a whole bunch of dust, that means it's been there a long time. And if it's been there a long time, it means that they're probably not using first in first step strategies. So a really good strategy is to walk the warehouse and just drag your finger along the, the less traveled product. Especially uh-huh. if you see some of that 
um, in the staging area. If you see that same product out getting shipped, then ooh, that's probably going to be stock that's going to go off and you're going to end up with a problem. You're probably going to have to chuck it out. I think one of the things that we talked about last week was as a consumer, it's really disturbing to see something with a you know best before date of even within three months. Well, part of how, what you have to do is you have to look at the process inside the warehouse to see how it prevents that. And mm-hmm. the easiest thing to do is to just go wipe your finger along the, the backstop. <laughs> so um, not very technical, also, but it works. <laughs> it, it's 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 simple, but it's remarkably effective. You also want to see a quality uh, check. So you want to see how they're actually loading up your product, and then you want to see who checks to see what, what gets stuffed inside that envelope. So uh, um, you know, coming back to that analogy of um, the experience, anything that would put that customer, cause a customer to put that product back on the shelf if they were in a physical retail store, yeah. you want to look for opportunities for that to happen through your fulfillment provider because you're going to have the exact same impact. So if they're manhandling the bottles and you've got a thin IFC on yours, it's probably not going to travel well. So uh, an IFC is a box that, that's a retail box that sits around your bottle. So it's probably yeah. best to put that in a box as opposed to inside the classic bubble envelope because it gets bent. And you know, just think about yourself. If you're in a retail store, are you going to take the one with the bent side? You're probably not. Yeah. So if you receive it with bent, the idea of that being a premium product is tricky. So that's another trick. So um, making sure they're shipping out the, the right number. So this comes to chargeback fighting. A good strategy is to actually weigh the envelope as it goes out. The reason why is, is that most supplement bottles are approximately the same weight, not all, but most of them. And it's typically very different from the bubble pack or from the box. So if you actually, because they require the weight to go on the bill of lading or the, the, the transit documents that go out with yeah. it, you can actually check to see whether or not they shipped the right number of bottles. And if you have this person coming back with, hey, I ordered six and I only got one. Well, you can actually pull up the BOL. Oh, it kind of looks like you you might have got six. Little things can impact, you know, chargebacks and your revenue and all that. So th- tell us about this anecdotal nightmare story. <laughs> okay. So we were seeing um, a slightly higher rate of refunds. And when we traced back, we noticed that it was um, shipments that went out on Friday after two, I think it was, um, had the challenge. We're like, why is it we have a ginormous return rate only on bottle ship Friday after two? Is there something wrong with, you know, the sorter or is there, you know, long story short, we ended up drilling down to find out that in the area where the, the product was being packaged, there was someone that was smoking. And of course, it's a health supplement. So if you can just imagine your customer opens up this, this bubble envelope and all of a sudden there's this stale cigarette smoke that hits them in the face, it's not going to create the type of brand image that you want. That's the other reason why, hey, walking, surprise inspections, all that kind of stuff, these are great for fulfillment. Or even just, hey, can you just give me a virtual tour? Ask the, the warehouse manager, just grab their phone, and just walk you through it. Yeah. Go see this product, go see that product and take a note of some of the things that you see. So, I mean, that's exactly it. And a lot of merchants in the supplement space, you know, they're selling skin creams and stuff like that. And smell is such an important part of you getting your package, right? Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 